Welcome to Growing Places, a podcast about all things economic development right here in the Sioux Metro. Growing Places is brought to you by the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance and our supporters. Welcome back to Growing Places, your regional roundup of all things economic development in the Sioux Metro. I'm your host today, Sheldon Jensen, Economic Development Manager here at the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance. And today we are taking Growing Places on the road. For the first time, uh, we are here in Del Rapids and I have a wonderful guest today, Jason Upoff. How are you doing, Jason? I'm great. Good morning, Sheldon. Morning. Thank you. And can you kind of explain where we are today? So we are sitting in uh, our building on Main Street in Del Rapids. Um, we call the building the Aria. We kind of named it after uh, our big sister next door. So the, <laughs> the the Grand Opera building is next door, and the build the two buildings were built at the same time. Yeah. So they share a foundation wall. So we kind of played off that theme. Um, and so this is a this is a building that we bought uh, two years ago now. And we've just been slowly kind of renovating and restoring uh, the building to where it was at. Yeah. So we are in the back of the building. We are in sort of a a loft area. I don't know what OSHA would think about the current setup here, but. Oh, I think it'll hold us. (laughs) If if, If I could bring this giant monstrosity of a desk up here, it'll hold our weight for sure. But yeah, maybe don't call OSHA. Yeah. So this is my office, the back part of the building. Um kind of the dungeon area so but yeah. that's all right because i usually make a mess yeah so let's let's take a step back let's see how you know tell us a little bit about yourself give us your your background tell us about your family sure yeah so i grew up in sioux falls i graduated from lincoln high school um went to usd uh out of so i went through rotc at usd and out of college i was in the army um i met my wife during college I would not, she didn't go to USD, but that's the time frame. And she grew up in Lenox. Uh, so then Amber and I lived all over the country for a while and out of the country for a while. And then um, we came back to South Dakota in 2014. And we lived up in Arlington, South Dakota by Brookings. And I did a job kind of similar to yours for a little while up there for about three years. Was that what brought you to Arlington or was there anything else that? Yes. Yeah. So I actually, a little plug for the state, I guess I actually used the Dakota roots program. I don't know if they're still doing that or not, but, uh, it was actually a pretty good project. I thought, uh, for bringing, um, job offerings Mm -hmm. to one single place. So I used that to, to look for jobs in South Dakota before we moved back. Um, and that was one of the jobs that I, I interviewed for. And I liked uh, the potentiality of that job because it was pretty clean slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Economic Development Corporation in Arlington had a strategic plan. But beyond that, they didn't have really any other plan. So um, I kind of got to build that plan the way I wanted it to, to come out. So that was kind of fun. But um after a few years, we had completed the goals on the strategic plan, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where I could have probably rode the job out, but I like to stay busy. I like a challenge, so yeah. I thought maybe it was time to move on, um, and we really just chose Del Rapids 
based on a couple factors. My wife found a house that we're living in now uh, and, you know, kind of fell in love with that house. Um, it's one of the beautiful old homes in town. It is. Yeah. Our house is uh, about 113 years old this year. So it's an old Victorian and it's, it's a fun old house. It's in great shape. Um, the people who owned it before the people we bought it from had lived there a long time, mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40 years, a long time. And they took amazing care of the house. Uh, so we were really lucky in that it's not as high maintenance as you might think a Victorian era house yeah. would or should, could be. Um, so that's kind of what drew us here. We were looking in this area anyways, uh, basically because... Del Rapids is one of the few places on this side of the river that has a little bit of terrain. Yeah. So uh, we like the Dells. We like the river. Um, and we like the features that come along with that because it's pretty flat around here. So that's what brought us to Dells. And then I have run a painting business uh, off and on mm-hmm. for put me through college. I actually started doing it when I was you could say I started doing it when I was 12 yeah. I actually helped my mom out and then I started doing it on my own at 14. And then I've done it off and on. Like I said, it helped pay for college. And then I just brought it back to life after uh, working up in Arlington because I like being my own boss. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you, you have this painting business. Um, you just moved to a town that you you know, had no connections in, didn't really know anybody. How have you gotten involved in the community? Sure. You know, that's a good question. Um, in that sense, we kind of have an organic avenue because we got four kids. Uh, they're in all three schools, aged eight to 17. Well, that'll do it. Um, so really our involvement for the most part flows kind of organically from our kids' involvement in whatever, because mm-hmm. that's just the way parenting works, right? You don't have a choice. You're <laughs> kind of drafted into whatever it is your kids like to do, which is fine. Um, other than that, you know, there are a few other things that we get involved in. I, I, I firmly believe in the idea of, you know, give where you live. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm a member of the Legion in town, not a very active member, but I'm a member uh, to support them. And we get involved in some other things, too. Amber has volunteered with the Race 10 Human Trafficking for a few years now. We just got done with that. Um, She's done the um, Xander Heathcote Memorial Bowling Tournament. This will be the second year. Mm -hmm. So she's been involved in that from the beginning. Um, And I just, you know. I don't necessarily advertise for good deeds, but usually if a local charity or other civic organization comes to me, they'll find me pretty receptive to helping out. So, um, you know, we've done some few other things too. We helped the food pantry move to their new location. We did the work there. We did the outside of the Legion. Uh, And I think coming up next year, the, the, museum or historical society, mm-hmm. whatever they go by, they, they reached out to me. So we'll probably in 2024 do some work with them too locally. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, yeah, that organic part with your, your kids is definitely clearly a, an easy way to get involved, but it sounds like you're able to find those things. And so what is it about Del Rapids that has kind of got you hooked? Uh, well, it's like I said, really the, the thing that got us here in the first place is just, it's a beautiful city. 
kind of lying along the river, like I said. Um, it's just the right size, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So I kind of have a motto when it comes to where we live, and this maybe is a point of contention with my wife. But <laughs> I I believe that one, one stoplight is mm-hmm. one too many. All right. So... So that's uh, someone that went to Lincoln High School. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I got my fill of traffic living and growing up in Sioux Falls and and other places. Mm-hmm. I was stationed at Fort Hood, uh, which has the tr- worst traffic in the entire country, which is saying a lot. You know, if anybody from Chicago is listening to this, they're probably going to laugh at me. But <laughs> I used to leave the house at uh, 420 every morning just so I could beat the traffic. So, oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've had enough of that. And so we want a small town experience. Arlington was a little too small. Um, A thousand people is the right amount of people for everybody to be in your business. Yeah. And four or 5,000 people is the perfect size community in my mind. It's small enough that you don't have to worry about anything with your kids for the Mm -hmm. most part. Um, If you want to, you can leave your car unlocked. You can do what, all those small town things that make you feel safe and comfortable. Uh, but it's also the right size that there's enough going on that, you know, people aren't all up in your business all the time if you don't want them to be. So you can have the safety and you can have the privacy if you want to. Yeah. And you've invested in the community a little bit. So you, I mean, we mentioned already that you're, we are in this building downtown. Sure. You want to tell us a little bit about how you ended up in this, in this building? How did you purchase it? What, what was that story? Absolutely. Uh, So a little background there. We basically were looking for a location from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So as soon as we moved here, I actually... A location for your painting business or a location for... Yes. So kind of three parts to that. So my wife, uh, she works for Anderson Insurance out of Brookings, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And we were looking for a potential place to put an office locally, uh, a place for my business as well, and also just an investment period. Mm -hmm. Um. So we started that search almost immediately, and I actually just did it the old-fashioned way. I ran down the contact information for the owners for all the buildings on Main Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an affinity for you know these old-style buildings, and we have some pretty beautiful buildings from the late 1800s on Main Street. Um, so initially, I had a very bad run of luck uh, in the sense that everybody I called was not interested in anything. Yeah. Um, some of that just stems from, you know, they have their own ideas for their buildings. Some of it stems from the fact, I think, that a lot of these buildings were snatched up in 2009 for very, very low prices. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that on on old main streets, it's very easy to underwrite no use or Little suboptimal use, use yeah. right? If you're if you bought a building for twenty five thousand dollars and it's paid off or your mortgage is ninety dollars a month, um, you don't care if you're storing yeah. stuff in it. And that's a that's a problem you have to get over when you're trying to to do it. And also, I got the impression when talking with people that they had already made their dis- decision in their mind that I wouldn't be willing to pay whatever it is they wanted because yeah. they know how cheap they got it. Yeah. And so they're thinking that I'm going to offer low. So we never even got to negotiations early on. And then 
2021, five properties on Main Street all became available at the same time, which is, wow. I guess, right? You know, when it, when it rains, it pours. Uh, this was one of them. We looked at all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was just the building with the best potential. Yeah. Honestly. So um, the Aria is, is a mixed use commercial. So we have two apartments on the second floor. One of them is renovated and occupied. Um, and the other one is in the process of, of being renovated. And then, as I kind of hinted at, uh, Amber's going to have her insurance office in the front portion of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to keep my office here in the back. And then we're going to have two additional, about 200 square foot offices available to rent um, in the future here mm-hmm. for whoever wants a spot. Have you put any feelers on about that or gotten any interest? Uh, we have. You know, we, we, we do some very passive advertising and we let people know um, we have at housing in Del Rapids, just like everywhere in South Dakota is tough. Mm-hmm. We have a waiting list for that second apartment that's probably got nine people on it already. Jeez. So um, that's not an issue. I don't really can think that the issue there will be an issue for renting out those office spaces either. They're going to be the right size for somebody who doesn't want any of the overhead, but needs a good size office space to, to operate whatever out of. So uh, we've had a couple, you know, small bites on that. Commercial spaces is another thing. I mean, you can, you can apply for an apartment on spec, especially in this market because apartments are so tight. We don't really expect anybody to hard apply for the office spaces until they're done and they can see them. But mm-hmm. once once they are, we're not worried about it. Yeah. So obviously this work is this building has taken a lot of work. I mean, yes. yeah. what how did you come up with a vision for the building? Well, I guess the first thing I would say is that the, the building sort of lends itself to a certain kind of vision. So uh, we've already done a ton of demo work. Um, so you maybe aren't familiar with it ahead of time, but it was remodeled in the 90s sometimes as a kind of a standard office space, whatever you want to say, not necessarily disparaging that, but it had drop ceilings mm-hmm. and it had fluorescent lighting and it had all those things you would expect from a 90s yeah. remodel of an office space. Um, so, you know, the first thing I did was just tear all that crap out (laughs) (laughs) because, um, you know, we got 13 foot ceilings and they're original tin from the turn of the century. And we have all those cool things, uh, that you're not going to find in a normal Mm -hmm. building that's been built even in the last hundred years. Cause this thing will be 135 years old this year. So are you going to have a birthday party? Yeah, I think we are going to have a birthday party. Maybe coincide with Amber's office opening. So um, it's pretty exciting um, just to see all that stuff underneath, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, we were walking through the building before we purchased it. You know, that's the first thing I did was I brought a ladder and got up inside the drop ceiling and started checking things out and got up on the roof. And, you know, that's the first thing you got to do with a building this old is you got to check the bones because, mm-hmm. If the, you know, if the building isn't maintained and it's 130 years old, even if it's built from stone, it can still be a bugger. So, um, but the bones are good mm-hmm. and the roof was, was replaced, uh, fairly recently. 
And so we just started from there and slowly kind of built our vision out. We knew we wanted an office space for Amber. <clears throat> we knew before we purchased this place that this spot back here would be my office because mm-hmm. this is this portion was built in the 50s sometime. It's just yeah. stick construction on the back, um, 25% of the building. But it's perfect for me. You know, I painted it, cleaned it up, put some shelving in and whatever else. And I brought this 2,000 pound desk up here, which was seemed like a good idea when I started. But well, it's here now. No it's here back. now. <laughs> it, I, I can tell you this. Uh, when we sell this building 20 years from now, this desk is going with it. <laughs> <laughs> because it is never moving again. Um, but so we just went from there. You know, we kind of we kind of worked with what we had, and that's great. And we slowly found out, you know, new kind of intricacies of the building, too, that we built off of. Um, so there's going to be a spot for Amber. There's going to be a conference room that's going to be open use mm-hmm. for everybody. And then those two offices that we talked about. So that, that's how we developed that plan. Yeah. And over the summer, you've done a lot of work on the outside of the building. Right. And so, I mean... We with the Del Rapids Economic Development Corporation came to downtown biz- building owners and said, you know, we have a, a program that we're going to do um, for facade improvement. And you guys took advantage of that. Absolutely. And, you know, first of all, I just got to say good on you guys. Um, you know, Minnesota has had a similar program for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I know South Dakota has been trying to bring it about. So I don't I don't know. I think maybe you're from Minnesota originally. Mm-hmm. So maybe you had something to do with it. If you did. Good for you. I'll take credit for it. Yeah, you might as well. I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, But it's a good program, Mm -hmm. you know. um, And I think you've seen a a lot of uh, payout already on Del Rapids, not just with us. You know, I can talk about what we did here in a second, but I just want to talk big picture. It's Mm -hmm. a good deal because, and I don't want to belittle this, but, you know, $5,000 is not a ton of money. Yes. So you can offer it on an annual basis and you can offer it to more than one person, but it is the right amount of money to work as a catalyst. Yeah. To get people to do something. Especially, you know, we did windows. Everybody, I th- I don't know everybody who received mm-hmm. the grant, but from what I can see the work being done at the same time, I can kind of assume. Yeah. And everybody did windows. Windows are hugely expensive. 5000 doesn't go far for windows. Yeah. But it's enough to be like, okay, yeah, let's get this done. Finally, we've been wanting to do this for a long time. Um, and it's a great way to get movement. And all the projects on Main Street that have been completed look great. Um, so, you know, talking to that, that's sort of sort of what we did is, is we looked at all the things that we we needed to do on the outside. And then we looked at, you know, what are the bounds of your facade grant mm-hmm. guidelines and what can we get done inside those bounds yeah. at the same time. So, and we just took advantage of that. So what type of things did you uncover when you were working on the building? That's a great question. So the best, the best part of this whole project in our mind mm-hmm. is that when we were demoing in the front, getting ready for, for the workout front is we uncovered the, the original lead pane windows oh. for the storefront mm-hmm. under there. So um, we were going to put a sign up, over the siding. But once we, once I found those underneath, cause I actually found them on the inside when I was mm-hmm. demoing and then I'm like, well, holy smokes, 
these windows are still here. So then I went and I demoed the outside to see what condition they were in. Yeah. Um, and that part was kind of a gamble because they're, they're the old school double pane. So they're like, it's two full sets of windows that are like four inches apart, right? Yeah. From the olden days. Um, so I couldn't tell what the condition of the front set of windows was in, but I'm like, you know what? This is too good an opportunity to pass up. So we pulled that out and we were just really excited to find that all the windows were intact and in good shape. And so now we got, you know, 14 feet of windows on the front instead of just putting up another sign. Yeah. So um, that was the best part, I think, of the facade development from from our point of view. Some things are a gimme. Um, The previous owners had replaced two of the windows out front. Mm -hmm. So we knew immediately we'd have to replace the other windows to get the front to match. Yeah. Um, Another really cool thing that was a lot of fun was we wanted to replace the foundation plaque. Mm -hmm. You know, all these old buildings that were built in, in, you know, the 1800s, they came with a, you know, a cast bronze foundation plaque. Mm -hmm. And some over the years were sold, Mm -hmm. right? Um. Ours was one of those at some point. I don't know when um, they 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 got rid of it. And that was one of the things that we wanted to make sure to do was mm-hmm. to bring that back. Uh, so designing that, finding a place to have it created um, and bringing it onto the building. Yeah. That was a really fun experience, too. And you used another local Sumetro business for that. I did. Yeah. So King Skull Metalworks out of uh, Gerritsen. Uh, another veteran-owned business, and he does really good work uh, and things you wouldn't even imagine. <laughs> uh, he can if if you want it built out of metal or even partially out of metal. Um, I can't you know recommend him highly enough because he was he was easy to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, he's I'd I describe him as a creative engineer because mm-hmm. he's got an engineer's mind in the way he works. But you can tell that he understands the creative process because when you have whatever a potential problem or whatever, he's like, yeah, we'll just fix it this way or we'll do this or we'll do that. Um, so that was cool. We ended up instead of we, we were going to go with bronze um, and I had, I had researched a couple companies that do. Nobody does real bronze anymore. Yeah. Um, but, you know, did faux bronze plaques that we could have custom made. But when I found him locally, um, we decided just to do it out of aircraft aluminum. So mm-hmm. it's brushed aluminum. It's got kind of a nickel finish, which I actually think looks better on the red rock mm-hmm. than bronze would. A bronze kind of washes out a little bit. And uh, so that's what we went with in the end. And I think it looks great. Yeah. I- From the ground, you wouldn't know it, but it's it's a three foot by six foot panel. It's a big it's a big sign, but it looks really sharp up there and it. And it kind of brings some of that old aesthetic back. That's something that I've learned going through this facade program is that things are a lot bigger than they look. I mean, some of the windows that uh, one of the buildings had to be replaced, they replaced five windows and they were all, I think, 10 foot by four foot or I mean, some things. I mean, they were just obnoxiously large um, and they look phenomenal because he, like you said, had a project that he knew he needed to get new windows. but it was a $10,000 project. And so the community stepping up and saying, we'll pay for five of it. Yeah. Um, now there are beautiful windows there. It's no longer boarded up. 
you can see it. And eventually, Absolutely. I mean, the goal is to, to create another apartment upstairs mm-hmm. in that building. Um, and the community had stepped up and gave $25,000 to the pro to the, to the program this year and received over $75,000 worth of investment from the community. So the community's got its money worth. Uh, downtown Del Rapids is, is improving, um, becoming more, more beautiful, more structurally sound, um, which we're, which we're very much in favor of because it is something that makes the community unique. Absolutely. Um, so what, what would you say, you know, what are you looking forward to in the, in the future for, for the community of Del Rapids, for your building here for downtown? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of that work-life balance. There's, there's kind of two answers to, to that question. The first is, is that we're really looking forward to continuing to work on this project and, and finish it eventually one day. Um, and, and the interior work is kind of probably going to be done in three phases, starting with with Amber's office and then sort of working our way back from there. So that's the first thing I'm really looking forward is, is bringing the full vision of this place mm-hmm. to life. And I'm pretty confident. Um, you know, I, I I like in my design process, I like to work around obstacles. Yeah, I think it helps with the creativity of design. So one of the things we've done is uh, whenever I'm up in Brookings with Amber or whatever, we'll stop at the restore up there or we'll go to the restore down on cliff and um, kind of poke literally, we literally window shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're looking around for windows. So I've just slowly picked up a number of windows Um over the last year or so, and we're going to incorporate uh, all those windows into the design for the walls okay. in, on the inside. So right now, I think my count's up to there's going to be something like 190 windows <laughs> in the Christmas. in the building uh, when we're done. Um, because one of the cool design aspects of these older buildings is, is, is there's transom windows all over the place. They used to use them for airflow, but they just look cool. So I've already put a few like faux transom windows up top to, to bring symmetry. I put one in front of the front entrance to bring a little more symmetry to that. So we're going to kind of have a running transom that's going to be, you know, the top three or four feet of the walls. Um, and they'll do a number of things. It'll bring in more natural light to all the offices, but it will also just plain look cool, mm-hmm. which is a good design concept anyways, right? Yep. It's going to look fun. And it'll blend, I think, pretty well, the old and the new. Mm-hmm. So we'll have all the historic stuff in here, and we'll we'll also have some nice, clean new lines and a lot of fresh light and all that stuff too. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's. I mean, sounds sounds amazing. Um, if someone is interested in, you know, getting a hold of you, maybe they have a, a painting. What what type of painting do you? have experience in or what, what would you consider your go-to work? Yeah. You know, I do everything. Uh, I do residential commercial. If I had to put a number to it, I'd say it's probably about 60, 40 mm-hmm. residential. Uh, but that's just sort of the way it is. I've done um, two other buildings, you know, historical upgrades. So just next door I did the the opera house and I did, what they call the huddle house, which mm-hmm. is where the kitchen is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a full 
you know, three years ago or whenever I did that, that building was in pretty rough shape on the yeah. outside. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of practice for what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of commercial stuff. I do some restoration stuff. Looking forward to doing a little more restoration stuff with the museum uh, next year. Um, but yeah, I really do everything. Um, so if someone's interested in working with you, how do they get a hold of you? You can just call me. My number is 605-370-1920. Um, I don't do a lot of advertising anymore. I get a lot of referrals from, from customers. So that means I must be doing something okay. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of the best way to, to get a hold of me is give me a call. We'll set up a time for me to come look at your project and we'll go from there. I do free bids and I'm happy to talk out things and brainstorm and, and whatever. So that's the best way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. What's the name of your business? It's journey painting, journey painting. Right. Yep. Jason Upoff. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, Jason, we do have one final question we ask all of our guests. Um, and I, I'm interested to hear what you you have to say because you've kind of lived around. And um, our final question is always, what's your favorite hidden gem out in the Sioux Metro? You know, something that people don't always think about going to. You talked about King Skull Ironworks. That's one of them. But um, do you have do you have another business out there around Sioux Falls? It's people people should go and visit oh that's an that's an interesting question what is a local business that people should go visit you know i don't know i think i blew that i blew that question early didn't i with king skull yeah you know i think what i would have to do is just talk about how important it is for me to keep things local. Mm -hmm. So we're drinking coffee from the Dell and fourth coffee shop right now while we're doing this podcast. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. You know, I read an article many years ago that said, talked about how much money stays in your community when you, um, when you shop local versus when you, well, God forbid Amazon, but (laughs) Maybe I'm not supposed to say that they're in Sioux Falls now, but um, so some of that tax money is staying in the Sioux Metro now, but in the past, in fact, I know our state probably spearheaded that bringing some of that tax revenue back from places outside of local communities, but it's really tough in small communities. So that's the biggest thing I would say is just stay local. There are some pretty amazing um, businesses on main street here in Del Rapids. um, And we, work pretty hard to, to do what we do mm-hmm. at home. And I know you said your, your wife is involved with, with Xander's tournament at the the bowling alley. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is, this is a pretty terrible story. So Xander and my son, Jace, who's 15, were really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Xander actually died on his way to our house. Uh, he was in a vehicle accident. He was on his bike. Um, so that was a pretty hard experience for our mm-hmm. family. It really was. We were probably the third people on the scene. Um, so that's something we're going to have to deal with as a family uh, for a long time. But one of the ways that we've kind of, I think, helped work on healing that part of of what we've been dealing with with Xander's death is just keeping 
Jace involved mm -hmm. in Xander's memory. Um, you know, that's a, it's almost a trope, right? So Xander was at our house every day mm -hmm. and you don't think about that mm -hmm. when he's a fixture of your life. Right. And then all of a sudden he's not. So that's one of the things that we've, we've done to try to keep his memory alive for Jace, for us, for his parents and his sister. Um, Xander was an avid bowler. Uh, two years ago, they started setting up this, this, um, scholarship tournament and it's the biggest one in South Dakota. Mm -hmm. Last year, they gave over $6,000 worth of scholarships. Um, and it's a really cool program. So they get, basically they get cash sponsorships from businesses, mm -hmm. from other bowling alleys, from big brother bowling. I, I don't know what that association is called, but, um, and the, the kids, they come and play. It's all age groups. Mm -hmm. And the money goes into a fund and it's a cash scholarship program. So when they turn 18, as long as they stay in the program through then, then they can cash in on whatever their winnings were through the years. And like I said, uh, $6,000 last year, they, they sound like they're on track for 10 grand this year. So it's just yeah. growing by leaps and bounds. And people come from all over the quad state area to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and pins is a great place to host it. You know, pins is, so maybe there's, maybe you walked me into the answer to your question of a few minutes ago, right? So, uh, you know, Casey at Pins is a great guy. It's a great business. I can't speak highly enough of him. He's so good that sometimes we have to like beat him up a little bit <laughs> because he's too, too nice. Yeah. You know, the boys will be down there bowling and he'll give them free games or whatever, just so they <laughs> stick around and hang out. And we're like, no, like, this is how you make your living. Like, yeah. We're, we're going to pay you. But then we got to track him down afterwards. And he just, he's a great guy. This is just one of the many things um, that he does to be a part of the community. And, you know, they're fairly new to the community too. They mm -hmm. bought pins, I guess, almost two years ago now, a year and a half ago. Um. And they're just doing awesome things there. So Amber's in the league. The boys are in the middle school and high school youth bowling league. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, like I said, we're also helping out with the tournament and all those other things. So and that tournament's coming up, right? Well, the tournament is in February. Oh, it's in February. Okay. Right. So they're doing a number of, of drives, um, you know, for, for sponsorship and all those other things. Uh, I really encourage anybody to to just get on the PINS website mm -hmm. um, and check out information about that. Or, you know, Xander's mom, Becky Heathcote, is kind of running, mm -hmm. running the operation. She's an avid bowler. Um, and I really encourage anybody just to get involved, whether it's they want to just come play. Mm -hmm. They feel like they want to be involved in the sponsorship of scholarships in general, or maybe a scholarship specifically. Um, it's a really cool program that uh, positively affects a lot of local kids. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and I love pins. It's a, it's probably the best place to grab lunch. It is, you know, it's just a fun place. So they, they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner when they're open. Uh, they got a buffet on, on the weekends and it's a nice place. You know, if there's one 
kind of uh, negative thing I'd have to say about Del Rapids is that uh, like any community that's close to Sioux Falls, we have not a lot of places to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the places we have are great, but sometimes it's nice for a little bit, uh, a few more choices. So uh, I I like that Casey's bringing different options to to us too. And, and that's his passion, mm-hmm. um, food, you know, so... I think you can see that in the way that he brings different different options to the pins table. So, yeah. Well, Jason, it has been a pleasure to chat with you, uh, learn more about you and your business and the building that you're renovating here in Del Rapids. It's been great to have the podcast on the road. I hope it sounds okay to our listeners. Um, but you know, we're we'll have to have you back on when the building's open, so we can get a, another tour of the the final final work here. Absolutely. Uh, you know, like I said, the next thing that we're working on is Amber's office. Um, and even though it's a work in progress, you know, open enrollment's coming up. So if you're interested in, in some insurance services, please get a hold of my wife. Uh, it's Anderson Insurance, headquartered out of Brookings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's an office in Sioux Falls as well. And then there will be one here very shortly. Uh, so even if we can't, uh, get you in here quite yet. She'd be more than happy to take you out for coffee. Um, So yeah, we're super excited about what's coming up next. That's awesome. And to our listeners, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Growing Places, uh, where we share the stories of the people, places, and businesses that make the Sumetro the place to call home. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Growing Places. Visit us online at suemetro.com and follow us on social media at suemetro. And always leave things better than the way you found them.